welcome, welcome, welcome viewers and podcast listeners. You are here with your host, Mr. Budget Pedal Chap. You're here with Matt. That's not Matt Quine. What? <laughs> it's Mr. Sean Pierce Johnson. Oh, that's me. That's me we're talking about. Woo. What's going on, everybody? Yo, How's yo, it yo. going? Isn't technology wonderful? No, it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> it is a pain in the bottom. Uh, you all must understand something before we get into the thick of this. Lee has had a time and a half trying to get this thing up and rolling. Let me explain. I, I upgraded to Windows 10 um, because I found out that you don't actually have to pay for it like everyone thought. You, you can do it officially for free. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So I was uploading everything to Windows 10. My laptop, my, my desktop for doing this. And just everything's gone to shit. <laughs> what a nightmare it, it, it was an, a bit of a nightmare but I fixed it was it. And, and, and we we offered moral support for Lee <laughs> we were almost like Lee's cheerleaders at the sidelines going go go Lee 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 you can do it yeah 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 okay. sure. we're, not, we're not great cheerleaders I weren't saying that we were pro quality but we, we tried so, we are we are here. It is episode number eighty-eight of the Fret Talk podcast slash episode number five of the live pedal boards of doom. Thang, what's up, guys? What's up? What up? A lot. What's up? A lot is up. <laughs> a lot is up. So a lot is up. I was watching let's, one of those old. Let's address old the American in the room. The other day. <laughs> the let's address. Let's address the. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's address the American in the room. That's it. Um, so, Sean, uh, hello. Ooh. Hello. Hey, sure. Nice to be here. Thank you all for having me on this. This was, uh, this was a bit of a last minute thing, but I'm excited to do it. Indeed. Let's, let's, let's hope that my voice lasts the podcast. Um, I'm sure so it will. Firstly, uh, I'd like to add, whatever you do, don't add Sean as a friend because every Saturday your, your com comments, um, on Facebook just become full. I I am here to blow up your Facebook notifications with my weekly demo of a nice little pedal. I mean if if it that's not a long-winded euphemism, I don't know what is. <laughs> euphemism should never be long-winded. Just get right to the point. Giggity giggity goo. <laughs> so Sean, introduce yourself uh, for those who are just not not into the gear world at all who are you sure uh well hello i'm sean pierce johnson uh what can i say about myself i play guitar that's one thing uh that's the primary reason that i'm here <laughs> uh but uh i i'm one of those uh dudes who demos gear on youtube i have a youtube channel which you can find at youtube.com slash sean pierce johnson nope. uh sean like connery pierce like brosnan johnson like the last name uh, <laughs> like, like penis <laughs> one of the yeah that was that yeah that never gets old it never gets old it gets really old i'm only laughing because really he said it really <laughs> i thought we, we do we it. do like penis jokes here uh sean so okay it's nothing that's personal that, that's fine i don't take any i don't take it personally but yeah i i do demos gear demos and mainly pedals because those are just very easy for companies to send 
uh, trying to work on getting some more amplifiers in the in the pipeline, trying to get a few more guitars uh, coming in. Um, outside of doing demos, I'm actually like a guitar player. I have a band called Cockeyed Optimist. We gig, we write songs, we release music. You can find us here on Facebook. We got stuff all over the social media interwebs deal. Um, I record music for other bands. I work live sound. Uh, music is music was my life choice and some form of it since I was 14 years old. So that's what I do. It's my life. I turned my hobby into my career, and that's pretty cool. Bang on. Absolutely. And that's that's a, that's a, a basic rundown of who who this uh, the American in the room is today. Hey. <laughs> awesome. Um, so uh, we usually start off with uh, what we've been up to's uh, this week. You Link, guys go aside ahead. from I'm I'm recovering. You guys go ahead, and then I'll fill in. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I mean, we've got uh, a, a a running kind of competition slash challenge uh, that we do uh, on the Fret Talk podcast, where every month we do uh, like we learn a song as closely as we possibly can, mainly just the solos, if I'm honest, because we're lazy. Um, and this month um, was democratically decided that it was Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Uh, I had a look at that today. I haven't and bothered because I've played it so many times that I, I'm thinking I'll leave it until the last week and then I'll go in and I'll be really familiar with it. And you know what's going to happen, don't you? I'm just yep. going to get bollocked. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, yeah. I'm going to go in and be like, uh, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I've been avoiding the, the, the task for, for quite a while, but I, I had to look at uh, some YouTube video uh, tutorials today and pretty much all of them said the first half of this solo is incoherent nonsense <laughs> Great. I, I like that um, so yeah this one might be a challenge um, and Jimmy Page he, he was known for he was known for his kind of less than clinical approach at certain points shall we say um and this is definitely a solo that does that. Um, so, yeah, this one might be a might be a fail for me. I don't know. No. Oh well. As long as you get the spirit of it and you get like the key parts of it, who's to say whether you've you've succeeded or not? Apart from me, um, you know, it's <laughs> you are the judge. <laughs> yeah, I am the law. But yeah, you know. Oh, do you know what? I need to bring my microphone closer I hope this doesn't make any pops Spice Girls pop 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 rumble 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 that's what I hear yeah it was, it was like a rap song in here <laughs> right there we uh, go yeah hello it says that I'm that's, peaking that's better am I peaking guys listeners I I can't see you or a distortion no, it sounds fine. Sounds fine. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I tried today, and um, I'm scared. I, I don't think, but I did, I did have a go because uh, last, last um, live podcast we mentioned um, we mentioned Deep Purple, um, but you said that arpeggio section from Burn. Oh, so I thought I'll uh, I'll see if I can still do it. 
I've nailed it, by the way. Have you? Yeah. Good on you. Have you? Uh, oh, yeah, I could already do it, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I the, forgot it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Inserting the peanut gallery comment here. Um, um, yeah, I, 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 I nailed it. I've just treating it like um, basically almost like strumming chords because it's that quick. It's you're almost like just uh, strumming up and down slightly slower um, the the chords and then just playing like the two extra notes at the end of each one. Yeah, I know that Richie Blackmore played them as like three string triads didn't he but I, I tend to do them over the top two and hammer on the first two notes oh do you yeah, yeah it's much okay. easier um, that is and it means, yeah it means you can get some tasty little sweeps on there as well um, hmm. if you're more talented than I am yeah of course <laughs> I, on, on the on the free note like on the yeah. three strings on the three highest strings so yeah, I am treating it a bit like a sweep but yeah. not quite because you, yeah. you need more than three strings to be sweeping it properly but yeah yeah. yeah. okay um, guys what have you been up to then oh yeah that's that's what you've been up to sorry yeah. <laughs> I'm not with it that's completely <laughs> yeah. thrown me all that technical bullshit it's really Go on, yeah. Go on, Lee. completely get, get yourself me. back in the game what have you been up to quite a bit um, I got a new pedalboard Yay. Yay. <laughs> new pedal boards are always fun. Spill the beans. It's it's a new old pedal board. Uh it's one I borrowed from a company called Order and Ash and I fell in love with it and um it's so so good. So effectively we're going to be doing a feature today on Order and Ash pedal boards. I'm just getting the pictures up now because I, was, I would have downloaded them earlier, but obviously we were doing stuff. Um indeed. Yeah. So um yeah, they are particularly sexy pedal boards, aren't they? Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, they really are. Uh, so we'll go more into that later. That we shall. Um, so, yeah, I got that. I've been spending a lot of time in the studio getting things ready, been updating to Windows 10 on everything. Windows 10, yeah, yeah. yeah I've heard about that one. So <laughs> Windows <laughs> 10. That. And then I spent a lot of time with my DD500 because I was like, I can't afford one of these Strymon Volantes. Do, mm. I'm not sure I particularly want one either because they're really, you know, quite big and it only does what it does. And I've got the DD500, which is a massively powerful bit of kit. And because you can... Yes, it is. Yeah, man. You, you can adjust all the EQ and these sort of things and it's got a Binson and um, a Space Echo built into it, which are modelled okay. mm. on actual... I was speaking to my contacts over in um, Boss earlier this week and they sent me the pictures of the the um, the Binson uh, Echo Rec that it was modelled on so it's modelled on an actual one uh, that's cool yeah man it, it is really really cool um, so I thought do you know what I, I can get this sounding as good as a you know as an Echo Rec and I'm not far off it I've got a I spent about an hour with it yesterday I've got a a two extra switch um extension control switches that I've got plugged into it so instead of, got, instead of having the three switches on it I've got five uh, Stuart Tate made that for me uh, a while back um, so I'm putting different presets into it I'm putting the ability to switch between the modes because you get different modes on an Echo Rec you get repeat you get swell and you get another one I can't remember what it is 
but the repeat and the swirl are the ones that you want. So I've got I've mm-hmm. dedicated one switch to switching between those, and then one switch to switch between two of the head modes. So I was switching it between just head four, and then I think it was one and three. Okay. Not being able to go up and down between the modes so far that like I could work out does suck a bit. Um, but yeah, it is where it is. And then tomorrow what I'm going to do is, because I've got the day off, I'm going to concentrate on trying to get the EQ as close as I can because the, the Echo Wreck is quite dark uh, and this yeah. isn't quite as dark as um, I want it to be. But it's really close, really, really close already. And I reckon mm. uh, I've got a friend who's got the Volante and uh, I'm going to get him to bring it over. Mm. But he's got, he has got a Space Echo on the way as well, a 201. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. So I'm going to get that set up as well tomorrow. And I'm going to see when he brings it over, how close I can get it. And then cool. I will share those settings with everyone on the uh, different uh, groups for the DD500. And then oh, it's very nice. save us having to buy them. I do <laughs> like the Volante. From what I've heard of it, like, and playing it, I at Nam, I was they Strymon was nice enough to sequester me into their little <laughs> back area where they would have press go. <laughs> so I got to hear it in like a nicer, quieter area and like play around with it. And Pete was there standing next to me, like you know, talking me through everything. And it does I was I was really impressed with it because I don't have much need for like you know, the, the timeline with everything that it, it does. Like I, I just want something that's going to do a specific job and do it really, really well. Cause I got analog delays. I got digital delays, but I don't have a really good like tape echo pedal. Yeah. And that one just like, it seemed like it could do everything that I would want it to do. Even though it, it, it's a bit larger of a pedal, it's like, yeah, my pedal board is already a space station. <laughs> yeah. I've got, I've got some wicked things set up on the DD500 though. I've got like some really nice um, like analog delay sounds. And then what I've done is I've kind of dialed in to maybe um, just a bit of, with a bit of a spread on it, a little tiny bit of um, digital on there just to give it that extra clarity. Because I love analog delays, okay. but they did not get lost you know, in the mix. It, yeah. Like my carbon copy... I love it, but it always, always gets lost. That's why they brought out the bright version, wasn't it? You know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, you know, just being able to tweak that little tiny bit of digital delay in there, so it's almost like you wouldn't notice it unless I told you it was there. But it really helps it cutting through. So yeah, it's it's nice. Cool. Awesome. I might have to ask my buddy who works at Boss if I can borrow his DD500 again then. <laughs> it's, it's a massively powerful bit of kit. It's just unbelievable. I got, to check, I got to check it out when it first came out years ago, but I didn't get to borrow it for very long. So now that it's not in such high demand anymore because it's been out, I think maybe I can spend a little bit more time with it. I think the issue with the DD500 when it first came out was... People were ABing it with the presets, and the presets that were on there weren't very good. And they, oh. they AB'd it against the timeline. The presets in the timeline are very, very good. But okay. as a once you get in there and start making them, making your own presets and these sort of things, I believe that the DD500 is better. It has the the capabilities much. Well, much better because you can go in and you can adjust much more in the DD500 
So if you uh, know right. what you're doing, the DD500 is a pedal for you. If you want it hands on the plate to you uh, at a really, really good level, then the, the timeline is, is perfect for that. You know, the timeline mm-hmm. will give you pretty much everything you're going to need and it's on a platter in the yeah, presets. straight away. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's like Apple versus Linux, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not Internet Explorer, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I think I'm sure there's a, a cheap Chinese pedal which is uh, which is the Internet Explorer in this uh, metaphor. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Mua brought that new pedal out, haven't they? Oh, uh, have they? Have they? I was thinking Joey. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to have a word from about that. I want to have a look at that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Their their whole new series of pedals that they brought out. I was supposed to email them this week about that. That's them. Uh, looks that's like them. There. Looks like. Uh, okay. Uh, there we go. Yeah. yeah I see. It's just them. over there. Yeah. Just just. <laughs> just over there in the back somewhere. It's like um, yeah. Left of Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you see Darth Vader, you've gone too far. Come back. Take a look. Just for the viewers, um, I just I just want to let you know I'm not drinking a can of piss. Um, I've, I've, this is wine. <laughs> it really looks like I'm drinking a pint of piss. Three piss is what it is. <laughs> there you go. He had a really rough time getting this thing started. That's why he needs that. <laughs> yeah. He's been in front of that computer for 14 hours. It is. It's. Mm. It used to be wine. Now it's uh, reconstituted. <laughs> 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 all right yeah you guys go on about what you've got because i need to get these pictures downloaded awesome oh, uh sean uh, uh what have you uh, uh what have you done most recently what have i done most recently uh well i've de- got a, a new demo that went up yesterday of the jhs whitey tidy uh-huh. um, which i think we were going to talk about in a little yeah, bit we're, yeah we're gonna we're gonna go um go a little bit so I, into that so we'll, i won't go I won't go too crazy about it, but uh, we'll we'll get to it there. So if anybody in the interim would like to check that out, that video is up there. You can just look up uh, Stompbox Saturday, and it'll be like the first video that shows up. Um, it's it's a great pedal. That's all I'm going to say for now. I also have a demo of the Clover, which we are also going to talk <laughs> about, and, and that Your was hands a are tied. <laughs> that my my hands are tied by the JHS machine, but no, they. Uh, those were two pedals yeah. that I was immediately interested in checking out for my own uses. Mm. So the fact that, uh, you know, I have a relationship with those guys and they were willing enough to send that out to me to be able to try it out and, you know, let me give my opinion on it. Uh, that means a lot. Josh has always been a really cool guy to me since I first met him. So, you know, I'm oh, sure cool. there are probably some people who are, you know, anti jhs somewhere lurking yeah, there's, in, there's, in the boards there's controversy um, isn't there that that surrounds the company there's con- there's controversy that surrounds just about anything that people think is good well that's it yeah um and yeah. To, um for me from what i see on uh, on his youtube channel and whatnot he comes across as a really really cool guy um and i really like the uh, the youtube content as well it's really it's nice and chilled and relaxed and it's it's quite refreshing yep. it even though it's a jhs um youtube channel he's pushing pedals from all different manufacturers I, yeah really he's not like he's not making the content about just himself it, it's 
if he has something that will fit in the context of mm. the subject of the day, then he'll talk about it. But for the most part, he is he's he, he's as much a fan as anybody. Yeah, you can tell that he's just a he's a giant nerd when it comes to pedals, and that's exactly that's what's coming across mainly for exactly. boss stuff as well because he's always pushing a oh, boss yeah. pedal. Oh yeah. He loves him some boss. That's why he got started, which, wasn't it? It was um, uh, what, which which pedal was it? Uh, was it a blues driver? The angry driver? No, no, no. He, the angry driver. No, it, he he started modding a pedal. I think it might blues have been a blues driver. driver. Probably. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and that, that's what got him into um, you know messing around with pedals, and then you know he came out with his own version of a pedal, and then it all went from there. Which is much the story from most other people as well. No, yeah, mm-hmm. same thing. Uh, Robert Keeley, yeah. Sorry to interrupt you. No, yep. That's now. it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, on the subject of things that we're not going to talk about, I got this a few days ago. The new neighbor neuron. Uh, it's a uh, basically. I for those who don't know, I actually used to work for New Neighbor many like many years ago, like a few years ago. Um, and uh, Brian and I have kept in touch since I, I've left the company and have gone into doing this full time. And this is essentially the evolution of a prototype he showed at the NAM show last year, the XD1, the experimental drive. And now it's become the neuron gain intelligence. And uh, <laughs> okay. it's, a, it's an all digital preamp pedal. Oh. So it can do... It can do clean stuff. It can do crunch stuff. It can do high gain stuff. It has a built-in noise gate, a built-in compressor and speaker simulator. You can three bands of EQ with a uh, a resonance and presence control kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, there's a a tilt EQ that he calls it. That basically it's a very simple little knob that lets you kind of set the sort of center point of the frequencies to make sure that like if you the idea is when you get this set all the knobs at noon and then use the tilt control to make it sound as neutral as possible to your setup so if you the idea is Uh if you come up with a if you come up with a preset and you save it but you made it on the with the internal speaker simulator and you turn that off and then you want to go plug into the front end of your amplifier, you can just use the tilt control to find the point where that preset sounds like what you remember it sounding like when you were using the uh, speaker simulator. That's essentially the idea behind it. I've yet to get into that kind of experimentation with it, but I this is... The production version, yeah. so it should be shipping soon. Um, I'm really impressed by it. I like the I'm idea really on that, um, that control. I think yeah. I would have called it the variable neutralizer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I like that. Um, telling me can have that it, free. And it's got MIDI. Too. So you can hook it up it. to, you know, any controller and access a bunch of different presets on it. Yeah. Um, I actually got a prototype of this just before the new year and recorded a few sound clips for them. Yeah. So you can go on uh, New Neighbor's website and you can uh, 
<clears throat> pardon me, you can go ahead and listen to some of those sound clips to get an idea of what this thing can do. And I, I tried to run the gamut from like a nice little, you know, arpeggiated clean tone that's kind of got some fendery vibe to it to just an all out like super tight gent machine kind of thing going on. So super tight check it out. Machine. Nice. Yeah, super tight gent machine. So yeah, check it out. I like I like it. Um, it's probably going to take me a bit to actually get a, a demo video done of this just because there's so much to unpack with it. But I like it. I like it enough that I, I would consider incorporating it into what I am thinking my rig is going to eventually evolve into. Yeah. Which will, which will involve another piece of gear that I have to demo <laughs> that I'm staring at right now. Oh, man. I, I... Yo, you tease. I hate having stuff that I can't tell people about. It's it's. Well, I can tell people about it. It's already released. I have an orange pedal baby, okay. so I've been I've been using that. I actually used that tomorrow. I have a video going up now. That I can't tell people what that is because I'm I'm under content embargo until <laughs> the company has dictated what time they want that to be. But I used in that particular demo the the clover as my preamp and then the secret pedal because it's a, a good post preamp gain uh effect and going into the pedal baby with reverb from a, a chase bliss dark world and it sounded fantastic it was it was super easy to get set up very manageable um i have when i did a live stream on my channel uh a couple weeks ago Someone had made mention that there were a couple people that have done videos of it that weren't particular. They didn't particularly understand it. So okay. I can certainly, I can certainly see why people would be like, why the heck would you need a, the pedal baby 100? It, it's basically an amp head already. You can't put it on your pedal board. It doesn't make anything any better. Um, having played some of those pedal board power amps, I'll say I'd rather have that thing then I'd rather have the pedal baby yeah. than anything that I could put on the pedal board because that pedal baby feels good and feels like it responds like an amplifier. Those little class D power amps that you can put on your pedal board, they're fine, yeah. but having played a couple of them, they sound a little dull yeah. to me. And I, it's all about the way that it makes you feel. And that the pedal baby is the best one that I've, that I've played. Cool. The, uh, uh the orange stuff is really good. I spent a bit of time with them at um, the guitar show in Olympia last year. And uh, I, I was just so impressed. I've, I've never played an orange amp that I've liked uh, up until that point um, because all the combos always felt boxy to me. Um, they just didn't really give out a sound that I felt like I'd be happy to gig. Um, the, the pedals were so, so good. And I also played one of the stereo combos and mm -hmm. it's fantastic. Um, it, it's got like two transformers. It's a dual speaker, but it's got two transformers, one for each speaker. Uh, yep. And it's yeah. just, it's amazing. It really is. And I was thinking if you got like three of them, the wet, dry, wet setup you could get, or you could even get two of them, maybe do a wet, dry, wet, because you can split each one into two. Um, It'd almost be like a wet, dry, wet, dry, and just have the dry ones <laughs> towards the middle. So, you know, you could do a really, really cool setup with uh, just two of them amps. Yes. 
Joy uh, Joy Wit. Yeah. That could probably work. Yeah, I reckon it would. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know how you'd hook it up, but it could probably work. I'd work Lots it out. of cable. <laughs> I'm good at that sort of thing. That you are. You were talking us through a, a mad a mad setup last uh, last oh, cast, weren't you as well? Sean, did you um, see that? I, I managed to. I, I sent two setups um, stereo, but I put two EQs on and dialed out all the bass on one and all the uh, treble on the other and um, put different effects through uh, the treble frequencies and different effects through the bass frequencies. Uh, no, where can I see this? I, I put it up on the group, but I did do a small video of it, but it was a crap video. I'll have to do another one, um, <laughs> a proper All video. Right. But yeah, it was really cool. That sounds fun. Yeah, it was. Uh, right, yeah, those th that Rocker 32 combo is something really special. It is. It is it's, that blew me away. I, it changed my whole opinion of Boss. No, uh, Boss, of it's Orange, boss. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Long day. <laughs> let's uh, <laughs> let's whip it onto some uh, some new. Well, not really news because we we we're talking about the the the, um, the brand spotlight uh, that we're doing on uh, Alder and Ash boards. Yes. So let me chuck up this picture. I just um, I've downloaded of my one because the pictures that are on the website are all um, they are all uh, sexy. Yes, that's it. They're all sexy. No, they're all HTML, so I can I can put them on here. Yeah, unless I convert I'll them, read. I didn't have I'll the time. Read. So uh, this is the. Let me adjust that picture. So, so Come which on. board have you got then, uh, Lee? Do you know um, which one is it? I'm not 100 sure if I'm honest with you. I, it's it's a big one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. it's, the it's uh, the Elder and Ash big, big one. one. <laughs> yeah. I, w I wanted to ask Richard, but uh, I've been so bloody busy. Uh, yeah. Effectively, it's a, a bloody nice board. Okay. It's, I think it's like a maple board, to be honest, although they're called Order and Ash. Uh, it could be Ash. Uh, it's got grain like Ash. Um, they are wooden boards. They've got some... Ex Extremely lovely uh, dovetails built into him. You can see from this picture here that you know he's worked really, really hard to get the quality that you can see that they look really, really nice. But they're not just like a normal uh, wooden board; they're functional. So this board is made so it has a lot of room underneath, um, so you can fit pedals underneath, fit your power supplies underneath, get your compressors under there, or what have you. Um, I've got in the region of about 20 pedals running there on there at the moment. Um, let me look. Yeah, must be 20 odd pedals. And oh my God, it's such a brilliant piece of kit. Um, and he's working, Richard is working with our friends over at um, Pedal Patch. Pedal Patch, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've got Pedal Patch, they make uh, patch cables which are really high quality but very reasonably priced so like you know you what do you normally pay for a set of um patch I cables think, i think even like even the kind of the chinese companies who've like tried their hand at it go for like 60 70 quid for a a a, a pack um, and yeah 10, isn't it? solder solderless cables yeah. they their prices are tend to be all over the place but most of them these days tend to be fairly expensive for not a whole lot yes yes yeah. 
which is why i still buy bolt cable and solder my own (laughs) yeah yeah i wouldn't blame you so what um what phil's doing is he he's um he's just trying not to rip people off so he's uh doing you know a pack of uh, i think it's something like a pack of 10 so you get 10 connectors and something like three meters of cable for like 30 quid is it 30 yeah yeah it's about yeah so he yeah he's doing really really well i've I've wired up my whole board using them only them so if if you look at this picture all the cables you can see on there um, they are the cables i'm using and they are they're they're great they really are the the signal is perfect through them i test them um i've i've worked out a way of putting them together when they never fail now and that that's that's brilliant i've had other companies that have had similar sort of products where they've always always failed but I don't seem to have that yep. problem with the ones Phil's using. And that's not sales talk. That's just, if if yeah, they yeah. were crap, I would tell you they're crap. And they're not. Exactly. I mean, I, I, I've got absolutely no no stake in the uh, the pedal plate stuff. Um, but I, uh, I, I went and, and bought myself two packs of them from the recommendation of uh, all these people that, that were telling me that they were uh, good stuff. Namely, uh, Stuart yeah. from... Uh, Tate effects. He he told me uh, about the company quite early on, and uh, when I went around the the Birmingham guitar show uh, a couple of weeks back, Phil was there, wasn't I was, he? he? He yeah, he was. I, I had a chat with uh, chat with him and uh, and Stuart at the uh, the fretboard um, stand. But it was it was surprising how many um, how many companies were using his uh, patch cables, considering how. Uh, how little time that the company's actually been running so yeah well you know if, if you're making a good product and you're doing it at a good price I mean, that's what's going to happen so what what richard does on these on the ins and the outs because you know they're in the sides of the boards running from them yeah. he's using this quality uh, of cable which is great um it's all pre-velcroed for you so you know you can attach to it and then he's got various different sizes you've got a list of the sizes there haven't you so I I chased two of the um, two of the the types of board um, to to have a spotlight on. So the the first of which was the Esquire, which was their kind of their flagship one. So uh, it's made a twelve mil uh, birch ploy. Obviously, pedal patch uh, in and outs. It's a, a flat construction uh, rather than wedge shaped. Um, comes with a standard IEC supply and comes with a uh, either flight case or lacquered tweed case uh, as an option Ooh. as well. So he, um, he does Torlex one, uh, Tolex ones as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the 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 hard case options is you've you've got your, your standard flight case, or you've got um, you've got uh, the hard cases coming in with either. Uh, black royal blue cream brown white or tweed tolex or um black cream blue maroon or dark gray tweed finish as well so you've you've got a lot of choice um and they are <laughs> pretty pretty fucking awesome yeah uh, the price is pretty good as well you know i i, I sell um pedal boards um and you know, it's not unusual to see a board going for in ex- excess of uh, five hundred pounds. The you know, oh, a yeah. lot of boards out there, are, are, you know, they are charging nearly a thousand pounds plus for for some of these boards. 
and um, your starting price on one of these is 175 quid. That's for a handmade mm. wooden the, uh, board. The Esquire actually comes in at 150. Jeez. Um, wow. That's the standard price. Um, yeah, I think you can because uh, because it's a flat board and it's quite a quite a small small one. You you um you get it for that that really really good price. Uh, but there's there's options to upgrade it as well. Yeah, you can put a riser um, on it, can't you? Uh, on the flat board, I'm not entirely you, sure yeah, what the options the, were for that one. On the flat board, you can um, put a riser, so you can have a, a second level so towards tilts, the yeah. back. Uh, which okay. is great. Yeah. yeah, that's really handy, especially if you want to use a switcher and you're thinking, "No, oh, I haven't got enough room," so you stick some of your pedals up at the top, and then you can put a switcher on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's very good. Oh, do you know what? Uh, Another thing to add, right? Because this board's so nicely laid out, and I've I've decided not to hide any of the pedals underneath, apart from um, just like power supplies and stuff like that. For yeah. the first time in about ten years, I've done away with a switcher. Mm. That's very unusual for me very very unusual but yeah I've uh, I don't know how long that will yes. last but I've done away with it <laughs> um, there was there was an option because I was, I was looking through the, the website yesterday uh, and there's an option for like a, a recess for your switches as well mm. so that they sit perfectly with, with on like on the board um, and I I don't think that was coming in a, a, a chargeable extra as well no, it's less. Um, it's less on there. I suppose to, for Rich's point of view, he's going to like because that that bit of wood he cuts out, he's still got to charge for that because that's not going to go somewhere else, is it? But yeah, um, yeah, yeah that, that does make sense. It's just uh, so I mean the, the the Esquire was the the kind of flagship model, the one uh, which it touts has been the the, the popular choice. Uh, but you've also got the, uh, the the Journeyman, which is, I believe, one of their newer uh, ranges, which I think start at three fifty. Um, but these are these are made of um, rather rather than uh, birch plates, two hundred fully hardwood. So there's there's multiple uh, multiple choices of of different uh different hardwoods that you can go for with this one what's different about uh, the the uh oh i'm looking at the earl now that's strange i clicked on the um what what's what's different about some of these to, to the one that i've got is uh the one i've got has got an open bottom so you, yeah. <laughs> excuse me matron <laughs> yeah so uh the the bit where the pedals go that lifts up so that's on uh, hinges uh, with mine, yeah. it, I haven't got that, so it just lifts up and uh, everything goes underneath. But mine comes with a yeah. full-on flight case, like a proper flight case for taking it out. The yeah. these mm. ones, they have, like you say, the Torlex or the you know the suede or whatever um, cover. But when that cover goes over, it fits directly over all the jacks, over all of the plugs. So for if you yeah. you know you power and all these sort of things, uh, and so they're they're protected. And when it goes over, I've looked at them, I've, you know. These look smashing because Richard himself is a man of style, um, and when you um, when you pick these up, you would never in a million years think that's a man there with a pedal board. You would think that's a man there with a really nice suitcase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's yeah, it really does look proper dapper. Proper oh, dapper. That's very English. Isn't it? Proper dapper. Proper dapper. Yeah, that Pro- is very English of you. <laughs> proper dapper. Proper dabber, that is, mate. Yeah, proper dabber. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So uh, I think um, a very interesting company, very uh, very interesting 
uh, got to keep my eye out for some some more stuff coming from those guys because it's yeah quite very <laughs> very high quality at a, a price that suggests it's uh, it's it's way more reasonable than it should be. It, this is something that's happening more and more now. We're getting very high quality, um, but. At not extraordinary prices. Um, I, mm. I, I suppose what that happens when the the high end becomes more normalised, then things yeah. start coming out. I've just realised it's the gentleman that I have, which is very much suitable to myself. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the gentleman that I've got. Uh, the um... says the man drinking wine from a pint glass. <laughs> yeah. very chug, gentlemanly chug. of you <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. I, I would very much in, uh, encourage people to get over on the Order and Ash website have a look at it um, because what we're telling you here doesn't do it justice it really doesn't uh, you've got to have a look at these and um, the pictures on yeah, yeah. on there are so so much better I, I had fun specking up my own my own board and it was it was it was not expensive <laughs> <laughs> no, you know, you kind of like go, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna like make me own board, and then you think, I might yeah. actually get yes. this. <laughs> yeah, you, you're hovering over the bite now. <laughs> yeah, shall I? Shall I? It's beautiful. my pedal board smells of rich mahogany. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love many leather bound books. Yeah, I, I really, really like my board. they're real they're really nice and they're and even with the currency i appreciate that they have a currency conversion on there uh because obviously you know being in the states it's like you guys are talking p and quid and i'm like i don't even know what the heck that is (laughs) but all all aside it is very reasonably priced like if we were to go to the esquire um which is a 150 pounds i mean we're talking like just shy of 200 dollars here in the states and that's not that's not unreasonable yeah my problem is i'm just so rough on my pedal board and rough on my pedals that i'd be i'd be afraid to spend the money on something this nice looking and just no beat it to hell you know know when a, a guitar gets beaten to shit and it looks really great that's you're not gonna get that out of a pedal train (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's true. You will get out of this. Yeah. Can you imagine 50 years wear and tear on something like that would just look unbelievably cool? Yeah, you can sell it as a custom shop model then. Oh, do you know, Richard's <laughs> start doing relics, yeah. <laughs> relict pedal boards. It's a brand new market. Uh, there we go. They're doing relict pedals Fantastic. now, aren't they? You know, oh. Don't do. are they? Yeah, Don't. who's Don't. doing Done that? Electro, haven't they? They're, those new pedals they bought out—they're like relict, <laughs> you know, they, Re, yeah, pre-relict. Oh uh, yeah, those ones. I did not get a chance to see those. I, I saw some videos on them. I'm, I, I'm, I'm apprehensive because they didn't sound bad. They didn't sound bad at all. So I'm, I'm thinking, do you know what? I'm, I'm very much may give that a shot. My interest is peaked. <laughs> yeah. The the breakdown in the Eisenhower. Okay, whatever. <laughs> uh, we were like, it, well, yeah. okay. <laughs> not really, not really sure why they call it the Eisenhower, but anyway. <laughs> I mean, we'll find out. Maybe, maybe we won't. Maybe it's just 
like that uh, that range that they just named after food. What? Uh, that was that was fucking mental. That, no, that uh, billionaire range hasn't been out that long. It's been out maybe a year and a half. Oh uh, yeah, like a, a a year or two. Yeah, it haven't been around very long. But actually, I'm looking at them at their website right now, and I. I'm not seeing any mention of those pedals except for the battery billionaire. Oh God, the, 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 the battery butler or whatever it's called. Yeah, the, the yeah, just the nine volt yeah, power you, supply. You put a nine volt battery in this fucking yeah cube. <laughs> oh, dear. It, truly isolated it's, power. It's kind of difficult because you know those de- those uh, those billionaire pedals were getting some attention and I was trying to find a good place to test them out. And of course, you know, you go to a guitar center here in the States and nothing works like you want it to. (laughs) Uh, And it's not plugged into a good, like why am I plugging pedals into a Roland jazz chorus? Nothing wrong with a Roland jazz chorus, but that's not a pedal amp. When you go on there, on their um, pedals tab, it does actually say vintage pedals and you're like, no, you're not. Yeah, no, you know, you've just yeah, well, you've just sanded around the not, edges of your pedal, man. Come on, yeah, yeah I can make a pedal that's, vintage. If that's what it takes. That's not vintage. Oh well, they do look pretty cool. What can you do? They're, they're the same knobs from the other ones, aren't they? What for the billionaires? Yeah. Yes, they are. Okay, they are. Okay. Uh, do you want to do you want to head I, on to some news anyway? Because we've uh, yeah, I think we're. What, what, uh, my time is saying we're an hour in, but I don't think we're quite there yet. No, no, uh, we're, we're, so we're 45 minutes, give or take. Uh, what, what are we looking at? So we've got, um, you lead us. We've got, we've got the JHS, uh, JHS stuff. So this is where yes, uh, our good friend Sean gets to, gets to let rip with these. Okay, so I've got a picture Yay. here of, of them. So let me whack that picture up here. So I've got a picture of the Tidy Whitey and the Clover. Let us know. You, awesome. you tell us, man. You tell us. You you, went, you tried these at NARM as well, didn't you? But you've got them now, haven't you? Yeah, I've actually got them now and used them in like a, a real live amp setup and not just like headphone uh, display at NAMM, which I actually think was probably the best thing for them to do was just to focus on those two pedals really and, and yeah. make it so that people could actually hear them in, in some aspect. Um, but the Clover, just as a brief rundown for those who don't know, is basically their take on the old FA1 yeah. uh, Boss preamp, hence the Clover Irish thing. I'll get a picture of that. The Edge. Yeah, yeah, do yeah. The con- do the connections in your head, people. You'll find them. Um, but the, what they've done is they've gone in and instead of just doing like a stock reissue, they've gone in and added a a, a mid-range uh, control to the yeah, tone the stack. Yeah, yeah. And then you have the three-way switch, which I think is probably the the most powerful thing about it is that you can get the full three-band EQ. You can get the stock FA1 tone stack, which is the bass and the treble. And then you can have you can take the uh, e, the tone stack completely out of the circuit, and you're just getting that FET preamp sound, and you're just getting that boost. Okay, it's it's really cool the way that the uh, for anybody interested, there's a, a whole demo that I did on my channel. <laughs> Please go watch it. There's that. It plug. was one of my. Yeah. It was one of my favorites to record, uh, yeah. and the the audio listening back. I recorded the intro with a an Epiphone Casino, 
going into the clover and the clover was going into an MXR carbon copy. And it was just, I mean, my rocker verb 100 clean channel tends to, and mine's a Mark one. Uh, it tends to get pretty gritty, pretty quick, but with a, a good amount of that FA one juice going into it, it, oh man, it, it was so, so satisfying. Um, it's amazing the way that the, portions of the tone stack as you start taking them out how it affects the overall tone yeah with the three band eq you get that like amazing versatility of being able to control the the frequency spectrum shave out a little bit of bass add in some mids and the treble it's it's just got a great chime to it and it i totally get why the edge is sound is associated with that it's it's you get it instantly turn it on Boom. Okay, got it. Um, I really liked using it. As I said earlier, I was using it in a demo, which will go up tomorrow, um, where I was using it as the preamp section going into the pedal baby. And I was able to dial in a really good sound that I could use this, uh, I could use a Telecaster with. Hey full up on the volume like a really good like nice chimey crunch but i could roll down the volume knob just ever so slightly and get a nicer cleaner tone out of it and that was even with like a hefty dose of highs and mids to really crunch up the preamp sound so if if um, by magic i've pulled up a picture of an fa1 um right next to the clover on the screen because that's how i roll and um, Why would you, not, eh? you can see that's how he rolls <laughs> yeah rolling the mids off um so on the on the <laughs> fa1 for the listeners of the podcast we've got uh, on the fa1 that's the boss the original fit amplifier you've got treble bass and volume and then you've got two switch uh, a switch which switches between flat and low cut which is 6 db um and it says oct per octave. Oh, per octave. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Six. Yeah. It's it's the curve of the low cut. You can get six and twelve, eighteen. There's varying degrees of low cut. Okay. So, so on the clover, we've yeah. got we've got a full um, full house of bass, middle, and treble. Then we've got the volume mm -hmm. as well. So you've got the mid mid added in there, but then you've got a freeway switch. So you've got no EQ. So you can take the EQ completely out which I guess would be the same as the flat switch on the original. Then you've got no mids. No. No, no the, uh, the, the no EQ is just it takes the tone stack out completely. You, the, yeah, so you get the color of the, the FET and that, nothing yeah. else. Would that not be what the yeah. flat did on the original then? No, there is a low cut on, switch on the clover that you can do flat and you can get the low cut on. It's on the side of the pedal, actually. Um, so yeah. it, it, it's still like, it, it basically is just tailoring the way that the tone stack works or the signal going into the tone stack, I believe. Mm. So it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily affect the tone stack in general. It's more just what you're feeding into it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so and then we've got no mids, so we can just take the mids out, and then we've got full EQ. Yeah, so yeah. You can, you've Disable got the, the the mid control. Yeah. And the the differences in those those selections are are subtle enough that you notice them, but 
they're not they're noticeable enough that you'll find like oh there's a setting with the full eq that i really like but then there's another one that it's just the the stock like no mids idea that i like it and you're wondering i wondered to myself at the time when i was demoing this like oh wow i really like both these sounds but i can <laughs> only get one sound with this way and the other sound this way am i gonna need two of these things <laughs> Absolutely. It was, it, I, I really don't like to get on like too much of like buttering things up because, you know, obviously it's the internet and everybody says yeah. things are great on the internet, but this was a really like, this was a really eye opening kind of demo that I, I did. I, I had had it maybe for about a week before I shot it and it was every day. I was just using it in every situation. I even, in the demo, plugged in an acoustic electric to it and used the Clover as a, a DI box. Yeah, because you got the XLR, which was a, haven't you? Is it XLR? Oh, yeah, it's got the, yeah. That, that, cool. that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Cool. That was a lot of fun. And uh, Sounds great. So, moving on to the tighty whitey The whitey sorry, whitey-tighty. Whitey-tighty. Uh, yeah, another uh, FET-based pedal, uh, but it's a compressor this time in a mini enclosure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Whitey Tidy, um, that demo's up as well. That went up yesterday. Uh, I was really impressed with how the Whitey Tidy, even at more extreme compression settings, uh, really didn't have that insane squash that you would think would be there um the blend obviously helps that a lot because it, you can put your dry signal back into it and fine-tune how much of that compression you're actually going to hear but even with the blend settings set to more compression and less dry signal higher compression settings still felt very natural it felt like it was doing the compressions job of you know limiting your dy dynamics and getting your signal to make sure it doesn't peak but it wasn't doing it in a way that was you know like you would hear with a, a dynacomp or a, a ross style compressor where it's just yeah wah, the yeah, whole time let's say he's doing it in a in a musical way let's say for argument's sake the wampler ego is aimed mainly well it's not aimed but it seems to be very popular with the country um you know country scene and then you've got the the sp compressor from exotic that seems to be very popular with the classic rock sort of scene what where would you imagine this would fit that's a good question uh since <laughs> I, I don't well, it's a good question because I don't have experience with either the Ego Mini or the SP. Um, so I can't comment uh, like with 100% certainty on this. I'll just speak to, to my experience. When I, when I want compression, given the style of music that I play and the style of music that I, I normally find myself writing, I need compression to do the job that it's supposed to do. Limit dynamics, help the, the loud notes get a little quieter, but also help bring up the quieter notes so that the, everything is even. I use compression a lot on my clean sound. to If I'm strumming chords, it kind of comes across like an acoustic guitar would. 
um, for arpeggiated stuff, it it's kind of necessary for me. Yeah. So I always go for a very studio quality compression setting. I always look for those kind of pedals first. I don't look for Dynacomps and things that'll get me that squash and that that country kind of thing. At the same time, the it could work. It could work in that context. I've heard a couple of other, pardon me, I've heard a couple other demos where that sound is achievable. It's just not what I go for. The SP, I don't really, I don't really, I've not heard that one and I don't know anybody that's used that one. Um, the only thing that the Ego Mini has over the Whitey Tidy is, doesn't the Ego Mini have a couple little toggle switches to tailor the attack. the tone the of attack, it? Uh, hang on, I can answer that. I've got it up here. Um, <laughs> what haven't I got? <laughs> oh, it's right over there. You keep talking, I'll find it. The Ego. Yeah, so, you know, Wampler is so... There we Okay, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, the so yeah, there's a switch for the tone and a switch for the attack. The thing is, Wampler is so ingrained with, you know, the sound that comes, you know, he is a big Brent Mason fan. He yeah. likes country guitar players, and he, and he plays and makes gear for a lot of country artists. I mean, the first time I met Brian Wampler was 10 years ago in Nashville, Tennessee. So that kind of, to me, I've always associated his stuff with that scene. Yeah. So it's well, like the, the mini fuzz. ego is. <laughs> What's like that? The frustration Octave first. Uh, oh yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Maybe not that as much. Well. Yeah. I've got it here. Yeah. But I, the exception. I, I think that the mi the mini ego will probably be the first option that any country player will go oh, to. The, the um, but I don't. Perhaps. Maybe that's that's. Uh, I think that's going to be a big hit because you know the Dynacomp was always the one, wasn't it? And uh, is the Dynacomp the new one? Is that a mini pedal as well? Yeah. Are got, we talking about? They've got a, okay. a mini Dynacomp. Yeah. Yeah. It's, so so that that's got a few extra switches on it. I can't remember if it's got a blend on it, but that 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 will probably be the um, the new the real competitor to the Ego. Um, yeah, the, this. Are we talking about the Dynacomp bass compressor? Was it a bass? Let me have a look. Because there's a there's a white one that I'm looking at right now on the on the MXR site that is a a, a bass compressor, and that's got an attack switch. It's got a clean blend output tone and sensitivity control. Um, no, they there is the Dynacomp there Deluxe. There should be a mini. Yeah, a bit like the okay. The I see. Five. Okay, I got it. Yeah, but it's it's only it's got an attack switch, but it's still the the two knob yeah. deal. So it's not it's not quite as flexible, I suppose, as the no, uh, called, mini ego could so, be. Sorry, it's not a mini mm. one. It's not a mini. What I was thinking about. It's called the Dynacomp uh, Deluxe. Uh, I thought it might have been a mini one, but it's not. It's uh, it's a full size pedal. Um, you're asking yeah. about the switches on the on the ego mini uh you've got a tone and you've got an attack okay so, and then the the knobs are pretty much the same no they're not they're slightly different 
you've got sustain, volume, and blend. So you don't actually have a control for the amount of compression on here. I suppose that would be sustain, though, wouldn't it? That, sustain, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it would be sustain. Yeah, it would be sustain. I think having a having a blend control is an absolute must. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think these days it's become, and it's something that I'm glad that is becoming more uh, more prevalent. Is it parallel compression is kind of the way to go for me at least. I like it. I like it, especially for you know, in the studio context, in the studio trickery. <laughs> parallel compression is a great trick. I mean, I, I often use um, compression as an always on. Uh, effect because I, I don't use great amounts of drive um, mm -hmm. and I use it to kind of to increase the sustain so having um, having a, a blend control uh, is is a, is a great deal because it allows you to still have those the initial attack of the note but then then get the sustaining as well okay so mm -hmm. on, on the Dynacomp Deluxe they've had, they have actually added a, a blend they've called it clean but obviously that's going to be what that is. Um, <laughs> attack is, again, a button. I'm not keen on uh, attack being on a button because I, I see why they do it because you tend to either go for slow attack or yeah, fast, fast attack. Or, yeah. But um, mm -hmm. I, I, I've got the Caddy 76 and, I, you know, I, that's a beast to dial in. But once you've got it right for you, you've got it. So, um, yeah. And the other controls are now a clean tone, output and sensitivity. So if yeah, so that, that that doesn't really come into the mini the mini pedals, unfortunately. That is fantastic. But this this little uh, whitey tighty, firstly, I, I love that the I love the, the tongue tongue in cheek. Yeah, that that to me, yeah. that that is a seventies British pedal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very Benny Hill, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it, it, it's you know that, that that just screams things that Sean you probably never would have heard of like the Carry On movies and stuff like that. It just it's such tongue in cheek, easy going humour that back in those sort of days was pushing on the edge of almost talking about sex, uh, which was obviously a big <laughs> no no because we're, we're British and we don't have sex. So oh, no no not at all no almost almost <laughs> almost there we are. <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, so you've uh, you've seen my technique. <laughs> we all have, right? <laughs> Yikes! So yeah, I I, re I really love it. The other thing I love about this is um, they, they've just gone ahead and put like a red LED on it. It's a brilliant white pedal, black knobs, uh, and I've just gone and it's stuck a red LED on it. Uh, and it, that red LED will really stand out on that pedal massively. Yeah. Yep sure does yeah the, the, the jhs pedals really do look properly stylish like they uh they've yeah, got they've simplistic got a, isn't it simplistic style not a, not a yeah, one of them they have their, their branding down yeah it's it's great yeah everything is kind of you know when it comes to the pedals everything is the graphic and everything is the logo and it, yeah it's kind of how like orange has the picks only stuff yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. you know it's, it's an orange it's, amp from a mile off that, when you yep. got the pictures on the front of the paddles, that we what you're getting on about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On the on the um, on the amps as well. You've got the 
bases, a oh, bass yeah, clef yeah, and yeah, treble yeah. clef, and a, there's a really weird one with <laughs> squiggly lines. They're all squiggly That's lines, the you prat. There you go. <laughs> squiggly lines. <laughs> squiggly lines. As long as you, like if you it. know what it means, it's not a squiggly line. If you don't, then it's a squiggly line. It, exactly. <laughs> but you've got to give it a go. It's allowed first, to be you? a squiggly. It's allowed to be a squiggly line if it wants to be. There you go. It's 2019, mate. Don't use squiggly line shame me. <laughs> Equal opportunities and all that. Oh, on you go. Um, on you go. I reckon one last one last bit of news uh, before we before we wrap this bad boy up. So do you want to go Fuzz Rocious or Dark Arts? It's your choice. Go on, Sean. Uh, oh, it's my choice. Yeah, I yeah. get to talk you about it. I get to choose. <laughs> yeah, the new, oh, man. The new boy gets to choose. That's it. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I've been seeing a lot of demos of the knob john or the knob yawn i don't know if it's a soft j it's definitely the knob yawn uh, it's me. like yawning <laughs> again we're british that n- that makes two anchorman jokes in this podcast <laughs> oh there's there's definitely been more than that i'm sure if you if you search you'll find them so we'll go for we'll go for the fuzz rocious knob knob john this this is a fantastic i really like this uh, <laughs> yeah, I I thought this was batshit crazy, and it's very clever. It, it's very just, very it's clever. Great. It's great because of it. Yeah. So analog octave up and down. Um, it's got a giant knob which allows blends between both as well. It's not the only one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, what do you guys think of it? I mean, I I heard. Uh, I heard a demo of it uh, maybe like two weeks ago, and it's it's just pretty mental. Okay, right. Let, let, let's let's clarify the thing that that stands out about this the most. Okay, this has both an analog and a digital octave built into it. The knob in the middle blends between the two almost seamless seamlessly as well. So when you're all the way to the right, okay. it's analog, and when you're all sorry, it's digital. And when you're all the way to the left, it's analog, uh, and you get the best of you know what you get for, for yeah, analog tracking yeah. versus the glitch. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, and when you're halfway through, you get the best of both worlds, and then you can choose like how much up or down the the octave is with another knob, and then I don't know what the top knob on the left does. Uh, you've also got uh, an extra switch on it, so it's a normal size MXR size pedal, um, but you've got a second knob on there which uh, will take you, if you're all the way on analog and you press it, it will take you over to digital. Ah, yeah. okay. Foot switch, yeah. not knob. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah another, another foot switch. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, got knobs okay. on the brain, mate. <sighs> knobs on the fucking brain. Mate, I am a knob. Proper bellend. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. So, um, yeah, th- this pedal is off its trolley, and it, it, it is. It's got some mental sounds available in it. This w- this is the sort of pedal that Radiohead take and make a whole song out of. Yeah. The, the, yeah. This is this yeah. is gonna be awesome. That I a massive, massive, massive song is going to come Hello. out of this pedal if if the right person gets hold of it yeah 
I do I do love g- old glitchy octave pedals. My I use a an old OC2 on my board and it's yeah. n- nothing I have ever played has come close. On the yeah. other hand, I have an original Pog which I love as well. So the idea of having this sort of best yeah. of both worlds that you can go between definitely seems intriguing. Um it's not so. It's just an. It, there's fuzz in this too, right? Oh, or is it just octave? I, don't know, I think might, it's just octave. Oh, I've just seen. I've as just as seen far what as that, I'm aware. It's just octave. I've just seen what that okay. top knot does as well. That's a dry wet, so you've got a blend on it as well. Oh, that's yeah. cool. So I I don't that see helps. a fuzz on it. I think it's just octave. Yeah, hang on a minute. In one of the demos I watched, he uh, this was a demo from Fuzzrocious. They uh, they added um, drive from another pedal, so I don't think this has anything in it. Okay. Yep. All right. This is. Well, I think that. we're we're all kind of thumbs up with this one, aren't we? I mean, it could certainly it could certainly be one of as we've suggested. It could definitely be something that someone could write a song off this pedal. Yeah. It'd just be a matter of hopefully, you know. Somebody does it. Oh, it good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's hope it's a good a good song. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. People I think, can write bad songs with it. You know, it's one of those effects that's so mad that people will write. You know, of of yeah. of you know, free chord status quo hit, and then just put this on it and say, "Oh, look what I've done," <laughs> and it will be terrible. But that someone will write a stonking song with this. Yeah, fingers crossed. Yeah, and I think. That is uh, where we end the podcast for today. Um, so let's do some plugs. That, man, that knob is huge. <laughs> Mate, you're not supposed to talk about what we show on a private chat. Buzzing. <laughs> so um, if you want to catch uh, catch the Fret Talk podcast, guys, uh, online, we've got our Facebook group. Uh, you can catch us every week on iTunes, Acast, Stitcher, all of the lovely places that you you go to get podcasts. And this live stream will be um will be not next Monday, not tomorrow Monday, but the Monday afterwards. Uh that's when it will be airing. Uh if you want to catch me online it's uh facebook.com slash budget pedal chap, Instagram.com slash budget pedal chap, YouTube, just search me. Um Lee Come and join us uh, in on the comments, guys. Uh, listeners of the of the podcast, um, you know, if if you are free on a Sunday, um, every other Sunday, um, you know, come and join us and give us a bit of input. We, we've got lots of people coming on here. Um, Knob join sounds awesome from the demos I've heard, and you know, people saying that the dry set is for digital side only. Oh, okay, so the dry the dry set is for the digital side only. That's it. Dry wet. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, you know, there's there's lots of people commenting. Come and have a, you know, join in with us if you feel up to it. That'd be great. Um, <clears throat> so we have a YouTube channel, which we are uh, relaunching um, very, very soon. We've got the shop as well, but mainly we've got Pedalboards of Doom as a group. And it's the most fantastic um, group of people. It's a great community, I should say. And if you've got any questions about Pedalboards or your pedals, come and ask there. Because that's where we are. Yeah, and the, the link to uh, the Pedalboards group is uh, in the show notes of the, the podcast as well. And Sean, 
plug yourself away. Plug, 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 plug. Well, well, first off, thank you, gentlemen, for having me on the podcast and on the live stream. I really appreciate it. This is always kind of fun for me to do. Uh, please come join me on my YouTube channel. You can find me at youtube.com slash Sean Pierce Johnson. As I said earlier, Sean is in Connery, Pierce is in Brazen, Johnson as in you know. Uh, <laughs> Every Saturday, I upload a pedal demo for my show, Stompbox Saturday. You can find that on Instagram, at Stompbox Saturday. Show me pictures of your pedals, your pedal boards, and I am getting into sharing them. Use the hashtag, hashtag Stompbox Saturday. If you'd like to keep up with what I'm doing musically, you can check out my band, Cockeyed Optimist. That's cockeyedoptimist.net. We're currently giving away some free tunes if you sign up for our email list. Five free songs, including our newest single, which came out a few months back, which I mixed and I'm very proud of. Uh, Please do check that out. Um, Come and support me on Patreon. I I need all the support I can get, and I want to keep doing this YouTube pedal thing because it's fun for me. So please go to patreon.com slash Sean Pierce Johnson. Become a patron, and I might send you some cool little merchy items if you uh get one of those tiers so there is that rock and roll so and i will i will be back next saturday to blow up your facebook notifications (laughs) with my new demo every saturday i'm like what's gone on oh sean's gone on okay (laughs) exactly Um, just wait for just just wait for tomorrow why? Oh right, yeah. There's yeah. gonna be one. There's gonna be a new. There's gonna be a new one coming out you know tomorrow. That's bugging me because yeah. it's something big, obviously, and I I don't know about it. <laughs> Why don't I know about it? This is annoying. Well, yeah. if you were if you are a patron over at Patreon.com/slash Sean Pierce Johnson, <laughs> you get early access to every demo that I upload. Woo. That's uh, exclusivity. Anyway. <laughs> yes. So, um, I'd like to, to throw a, a thanks to uh, to our viewers today and to the listeners of our podcast. It's, it doesn't happen without you guys, so thank you uh, from the bottom of my heart. Thank you to Sean for joining us today as yeah. well. Thanks, Sean. Um, thank you for thank being you. our unofficial Matt Coin. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, so from myself, Mr. Budget Pedal Jap, from Lee, Lee Doom of Pedal Boards of Doom, mm. from Mr. Sean Pierce Johnson, it will be a goodbye and good night for this week. Tararabit. Saturday. Cheers. Bye. Cheers, everybody. come away from these with more friend requests do you (laughs) (laughs) I I, I come away with less friends